Welcome back once again to DSND, the space-based RPG bar. I am your dungeon maestro and host. Last we left off, you guys had been completely and utterly betrayed by the wonderful Harlan Maxillus tying up the end of the Old Friends arc. You made your way back to SEO headquarters. Most of you got paid, put in some requisitions, chatted with some friends, and made your way back to the apartment. What would you guys like to do? That was a rough beginning. My yeah. immediate response to utterly betrayed was like, fuck, that was too much. <laughs> that, was, that was a little much. <laughs> some got paid, some got laid. Definitely not. Some got Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that, Chad. Some got paid. Bitch! <laughs> we know it's you. <laughs> calling me out in public like that. Mm-hmm. We're on, like, downtime, aren't we? Yep, you guys are still on downtime. We got to talk to Artie. You did. I did. <laughs> I love him. I do, too. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Does anybody have anything they want to do that they didn't do last time? I, mean, I, you know what? Solus needs to speak to whoever told him to um, track down those scientists from like forever ago before I met you guys, and then just kind of drop off that information. And I guess and then try to find out what my personal position is now. Oh, yes, uh, Rico. Last time, since you weren't here, we just kind of shuffled so off to the side. It's like you're going to go through the initiation process and some training so you can officially join the team. So, hey, what's initiate? Initiation is pretty much just a lot of professional training. Uh, um, we also have to get him drunk. Oh, yes, no. apparently you have to do that too. <laughs> ah, yes. Yep. Good old frat boy stuff. That's all. That's so, how you cement your relationship with the team. Just to <laughs> lay you down on the <laughs> layout of HQ. <laughs> I know. Catch you up speed on the layout of the HQ. There is the Space Coordination Center where you guys receive your missions, talk to the director, and get paid. There is requisitions uh, manned by Drake and Dea, who are resident requisitions officer and mechanic, respectively. And there's also your apartment, which has six rooms. The sixth room is now assigned to you. I have the sixth room. Yep. Like, is it personally mine? Yes. Yep, it's like a big shared common area with a kitchen, table, several couches, as well as a balcony to the outside. Uh, outside, the apartment is uh, a ring park. And then <laughs> off the common area, there are six bedrooms, and each person has a personally assigned bedroom. It has some basic furniture, a basic bed, and wardrobe, and private bathroom and that is about it um i'm trying to write this stuff down as much as i can remember who are the mechanics or is like drake and who dea it's d-e-a d-e-a badass so drake oh. is the requisitions officer if you need materials weapons armor or you just have some kind of odd request or even if you would like him to make you a magical item, he can do that for you for a cost. 
Really? Um, because that is definitely what I am in the hunt for as we speak. Yes. And then Dea is the mechanic. Um, I, I'm pretty sure I sent you the vehicle mechanic mm -hmm. document or mechanics document that has all the different vehicles you guys can use and the upgrade requirements. If you want anything done to the vehicles or to the main ship, you have to go through Dea. Um, what was I going to say? I think if one is done from anybody, then it carries over to everyone, I do believe. He's yes, that's correct. So if, if you guys are looking to upgrade, say, the jump cycles, which Alex has already done once or twice, uh, you guys can either go through a group fund or you can do a personal fund and it upgrades all of your vehicles across the board to that standard. I love a good GoFundMe. <laughs> right. Um, awesome. No, thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. Wait, wait. Wouldn't the light cycles have a Kickstarter? <laughs> mm -hmm. That was pretty good. Diddy hire. Amazing. <laughs> Bartha Mirror's back, baby. Anyway, so whatever I need to um, do, again, speak to whoever. Nope. I at least want to get that taken care of. I'm sorry, what was that? Just saying that, you know, whoever I need to speak to, I think I just wanted to get that out of the way. And then if, uh, you know, initiation needs to be done, I guess we could get that out of the way real quick. Unless, you know, I've already proved myself, yeah, kind of, you know. I think yeah, already. you've already proved yourself, and the initiation process was basically just like going through some pretty blah training. Yeah, uh, so we don't we don't really have to do that on screen because it's not super entertaining for you, me, or anyone else. You know, we've already uh, seen it. That shit. Yeah. Yes. As much as they like to pretend that they didn't, I did tell them that everyone that they went through like pre-game training, which was like online training, like. This is how you file your paperwork, kind of stuff, and I didn't want to put that in the game for obvious reasons. It's like the government ethics video thing. Yeah, that might be really record. Here's how you don't record even get me started. <laughs> that might be very niche, but like, and there's a whole <laughs> recording about like, how not to commit like ethical fraud and like don't take money from people, that kind of thing. What? Yeah. <laughs> Here's how not to unleash elderish abominations. No one. <laughs> no one. Oh, wait. Well, we broke We already rule. did that. We broke that one already, Chad. You can always say no. Yeah. We, we, it was just stuff like that in your basic, like, online training. They kind of put you through a, a little process, which would take up a good portion of the month that you guys have off. Mm -hmm. um, about two weeks of it. So, well, but then we're good then. Really include all of that information because it's just dry stuff like how to file your paperwork, how to get put in your hours to get paid. And we all do that kind of stuff off screen because that's boring finger guns. Yeah. Who's my. So, in these rooms, are there like windows by any chance? In each of the bedrooms? Yeah. Like, do you mean like you can look into the room or like. Out into yeah, the common, like I could, like you know, like look out into, like, are we like to like the outside world? I guess per se. Yep. Like, so like in, each of the bedrooms has a window to the park outside, mm -hmm. and then each of you have like a peephole into the common area, mm -hmm. so that if someone knocks on your door, you can see who it is. 
I'm gonna set up like a a cup speaking system to my next door neighbor so we could like speak quietly. And, you know, <laughs> if you'd like to set up something like that, I'm sure you could. This brings back you know good childhood memories that I don't have anymore. So I'm just trying to like make whatever <laughs> connections I can with my next door neighbor. Oh, that's I respect sad. that. Quick, roll a d6 to find out who your neighbor is. <laughs> d6. All right, here we go. Ooh, I got two. Number two would be uh, Barthamir. <laughs> well, well, well. It used next. to be Barthamir, but now it's Radira. Sorry. Oh, I forgot that I'm not next door neighbors to Haven. Mm-mm. Aw. You guys are, like, across from each other. That's okay. Things I learned when I actually look back at my notes. Consider the cup talk system all set up now. So, what is next to do now? Whatever you guys would like. You have a month off. Whoever would like to go first or ask someone else to do something, you may go right ahead. I'm working on it. <laughs> I've already done most of my stuff, but do we all know that uh, uh, Barthamir has acquiesced his position as first mate? <gasps> what? We announced it. He 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 passed that over while Radira well, and I were getting he drunk did and pass watching that cat up videos. Radira. We were we were the only two in the room though. Exactly. Were we? Candle that? And did I tell Candle that? Nope. No. Nope. We can tell Candle that later. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were too busy having like a religious discussion about like how religion works, I guess. Yeah, no, we were having too much of a discussion about how cute your nephew so yeah my adorable nephew yes and then being like oh my god i'm senior officer i can make you do shit <laughs> but not true. really because it's not a real position i am the captain now um god that's an out of date <laughs> reference how long ago did that movie come out <sighs> i want to have a girl's night, girls night would be nice. i did want to like go meditate on my own to maybe okay. ask the Tempest some clarifying questions. <laughs> okay, would you like to go do that now since everyone else seems to be figuring out their stuff except for Candle, sure. who's kind of just waiting for Swift Runner to get back to him? Yep. I want to go probably to the lake or if I can't find that somewhere with water. Oh, there's fountain and man fountains and man-made lakes all over the place, so have at, girl. I'll go to the lake that I know where that's at, that it's deep enough that I know I can, like, dive under. And... The one where you met Candle the other day? The yeah. one that you were naked in? The one before, yeah, same one. <laughs> yeah, same one. <laughs> we're going to get a part dose here, here, people. Okay. Uh, That, yeah. Okay. Well. You, you make your way from the apartment down into the rink park, and you make your way down to the lake. There's not that many people around. You see some people walking off in the distance, kind of jogging around. You see a half-elf woman jogging down the path, a couple on the other side. But other than that, you pretty much have the lake to yourself. Okay. Like I said, revisiting. So, strip mm -hmm. down, dive in. <laughs> I don't understand the concept of swimwear. So... <laughs> You did see Candle wearing swimwear, though. Which I found this odd, is... but didn't comment on. <laughs> this is true. You strip down and leave your clothes on the edge of the shore. You dive into the water. It is cool and crisp. And it feels familiar. Familiar. Very, very homey. Okay. 
So yeah, I'm going to probably swim out towards the middle and then dive down as far as I can and then kind of like sit in it. Kind of like underneath tread and try to meditate. Like when you're a kid and you try and swim all the way down and sit at the bottom? Yeah, that. Okay, you swim all the way down and you get down to... It's kind of a murky surface, but because it's a man-made lake, you can sink into the mud a little bit and feel maybe only two or so inches of mud and sand before you hit the bottom. And you sit down at the bottom and try and reach out to the Tempest. What would you like to ask of your deity? Well, um, first off, how bad did I fuck up by not? you know, either killing or stopping the demon. How mad are you at this point? Because I feel real shit about this situation. (laughs) Kind of like, yeah. As you know, the Tempest does not quite communicate in words, but in thoughts and feelings. And you feel the sensation of a warm hand on your shoulder, gentle and reassuring. Okay, well... (laughs) That's better than nothing. All right, and then was it the Tempest that sent me the vision of Bal when I died? You feel the hand on your shoulder give you a gentle squeeze just once. Okay. Huh. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> um. Okay. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to interpret that answer? Yeah. Well, no, not just like... Or how are you supposed to interpret the vision that you had when you had died? That one. You feel the hand leave your shoulder, and you're left with this feeling of uncertainty. Lovely. Lovely. Um, okay. Well, all right. Is searching for him a worthwhile pursuit? You feel the mud and the sand around your feet shift, like they're burying your feet over. It's familiar. It's something that you've done over and over. Where you grew up, you would stand on the edge of the shore and let the waves cast themselves over your feet and you would kind of sink in a little bit. And you're not quite sure what the answer means. But you know that it is there and there is something comforting in it. Something familiar. But also something unusual. You feel on the bottom of your right foot, you feel the sand rise up and push your right foot forward as if you're walking. And then you feel it rise up under your left foot as if you're taking another step. And then the sensation stops. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Okay. Also, thank you for not being mad. I was really freaking out about that. And I've been actively ignoring it at this point. Um, Okay. That's what I wanted to ask. So I'm going to 
get out of it. Go back okay. up. You swim back up to the surface of the lake. And as you do, you feel the water almost like pushing you forward. And when you rise up to the surface, you actually come out a bit of the water a little more than you expected to on your own. But it feels good. It feels fine. Can I do like the the little mermaid hair flip? I've got the hair for it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Okay. I will swim back to my clothing, which I'm hoping is still there. It's still it is. Last time. It's still there. Miracles abound. All right. I'm going to redress and probably go back to the apartment. Okay. You make your way back to the apartment. Is there anything else you'd like to do? In this one morning? I don't think so. Okay. I was going to try and figure out my travel plans for child's birthday party. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. Okay, then Raydira. Oh no. (laughs) You are out in the park for your morning meditation. Mm -hmm. You're sitting under an oak tree that is familiar to you it is kind of like some of the ones that grew back on the commune Mm -hmm. and you're sitting there quietly just looking up at the light dappling through the gentle fake breeze through the trees and you hear a voice behind you Mm -hmm. it's you do you mind if i join you i will whip around kind of like oh no oh no like, I didn't realize that I was not alone. And then nod and kind of pat the grass next to me. It's a person you've seen before. Mm-hmm. The man you met in the tundra. Yes. He's tall and slender with slightly tan skin. Mm-hmm. Also an elven man. Mm-hmm. Uh, long, dark hair and brown eyes. He sits down next to you. Bahan. And he says, Do you mind if I ask you a question? Only if I can ask you one. You got a deal. You go first. How are you doing? I don't know. Are you supposed to be out of infirmary? No. He he gives you a, a small smile, very quick, and then lets it go. The nurses, they uh they come in rounds because they don't really know what to do with They come every six hours and I get pretty restless on my own, so I've been sneaking out a lot coming here. I don't know, it just I was thinking about the tempest and he told me to come over here today, so here I am. The tree feels like home. I, uh, I don't know what that feels like. He he gives you a, a chagrin. That's what I wanted to ask you about. I don't remember anything. 
from the commune. And I was hoping that you could tell me what it was like. I, uh, I don't even remember my parents. I'm sure we could get a, a letter to the commune and, and ask about everything. Um, I'm, I'm in contact I, with my best friend there. I don't, I don't know if that'd be a good idea. I, I wouldn't know what to say. I mean, if we're just asking questions, then it, it should be all right. It, it should just be plain and simple. I, I suppose. I, uh, he wipes his hands over his face and then crosses them behind his head and shakes it slowly, saying, Can, can you tell me what it looked like? Oh, um, well, a, a giant circle around, around a mountain. Um, I'm, I'm not quite sure what the mountain really looks like. There's not many windows to look out of for the for the mountain um three gardens standard kind of tunnels for going to different places um a few messes mostly just individual rooms for families he nods slowly seeming to take in the information and he says, did, did you ever, while you were there, did you meet uh, a, a, a Mrs. and Mrs. Demondal? My mom's. Not that I can remember off the top of my head, but it, it did get to be kind of a big commune. Not everybody knows everybody, but we, we try to be friendly. Okay. I, uh... I'm sorry if I'm being in impertinence upon you. No, no, you're alright. And she reaches out to, like, touch his, his knee for a second before drawing back, like, a, oh, maybe he doesn't like that. Mm. He, like, glances down at your hand and then up to you, but seems unfazed. And he continues... When I was in the infirmary, sometimes they would come around and show me photos, you know. And they would ask me questions. What's your name? What's your mother's name? What's your other mother's name? What's the director's name? Your partner in crime. Partner in crime stopping, I guess. I didn't know any of the answers. I mean, I knew my own name, but I didn't... I didn't even know what my mom's looked like. You've been gone quite a while. Yeah. That's what they've been telling me. They showed me photos, you know, mm-hmm. as I said. and They showed me a picture of my mom. And I knew their names right away as soon as I saw their faces. But nothing else. I, I knew that I loved them, but I, 
I didn't know why. Mm -hmm. Maybe because of wherever you were when we found you, you, you did just kind of come out of thin air. Where was I? I was kind of hoping you'd say where you were, because obviously we, we've got no clue. I don't know. You just you just kind of appeared, and these these weird demon dog like things showed up, and a guy with horns. He's real weird looking. There's a flash of realization on his face, and then it fades into blankness, and the light seems to dim from his eyes. Are, are you all right? Are Are you still with me? I. Uh, I'm sorry, what were you saying? That we found you with some weird dogs and another guy. Weird dogs. I don't don't hurt yourself. I don't I don't know. I'm sorry. maybe you got some sort of amnesia? Obviously you do. I mean, obviously you do, but that's what the doctors have been saying. Obviously, most of it's coming back, but maybe that kind of amnesia is the kind that they burn into you. I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, like when they showed me the picture of my mom's, I knew their names, but nothing about them. I'm, I'm sure some details do disappear in between the details that are supposed to disappear. There's no details. Exactly. There's nothing. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean to put my burdens on you. I just, I was hoping you could tell me a little bit about what it was like on the commune. And then maybe I could figure out why I wasn't there anymore. I mean... Obviously, there's something calling the both of us out of the commune. Because we're both not there anymore, and people don't exactly leave. We all tend to they stay. Don't, they don't leave? The last person to leave before me was you. How long ago was that? Forty years. About, give or take. I was a little, quite, quite young when it happened. Did you know me? No. My parents might, or, or, or maybe my, my best friend's father, he, he runs the whole thing, so he might remember. The commune leader? Yeah. Or the, yeah. Is he also the, the, the leader of the, the religion there? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, maybe it'd be worth a shot. I, could, I can definitely write to more and, and see if if he might have some answers, even if it's just basic ones, like where your parents are, or what what caused you to leave. I'd like to know how they're doing. Absolutely. It's, uh, it's weird, you know. I, I know that I love them, but I don't know who they are. I don't know why I love them. 
I just recognized their faces. I didn't even know their even when they told me their names. Not until I saw them. And I, I don't think it'd be a good idea to go back there. Because I just heard them. Not knowing. But they might be able to help you. Remember? Maybe. But we could, we could see if maybe it, they'd be allowed to send you some letters. Not common, but maybe because it's existential circumstances. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they can send some of your old things along. Try to jog your memory about some. Maybe something that you really loved. Or, or a picture or something you really liked back from home. I wouldn't know what to ask for. I'm sure they remember if they're your moms. Yeah, maybe. Unless it was something secretive. And then you probably don't want them to know anyway. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, maybe it would be a good idea to ask. I, they had asked me before if they, if they, I wanted to reach out, and I, I didn't know, but I think you're right. I think maybe it'd be worth a shot. I, I can definitely add something to the end of my letter that's supposed to be going out soon. Two more, and see if maybe he can dig around a little, see if anybody remembers anything. Anything. I'd appreciate that. Absolutely. No problem. He stands back up and brushes his hands on his pants and he says, Uh, thank you for letting me take up so much of your time. My name's Vihan, by the way. Dear. He offers his hand, shakes yours. Dira. Thank you, Dira. I should... Get back. I've been gone for about three hours now. Don't want them to call security on me again. And I don't want to hear about it. Fair enough. You have a good day now, Miss Dira. Take care of yourself, Vihan. May your cycle continue. Absolutely. Yours as well. And he walks off. (laughs) And I, I guess I'll just sit there for a few minutes, kind of pondering over how I'm going to ask what kind of minefield I will have to step around in order to not clue into anybody what possibly may be going on. Um, And then I'm going to sneak in to the SEO. Into the coordination center? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to leave a little note with some very pretty writing on Swiftrunner's desk, on Clearia's desk. Are you genuinely trying to snuff? Not Just there. trying to be quiet. Not there. Just generally quiet there. Okay. But I am going to genuinely try to sneak into repetitions. Okay. <laughs> to sneak and put something on Drea's desk. Okay. You make your way to the Space Coordination Center and... Um, Steady Watch is not there, but Swift Runner is on the radio, and she looks up and gives you a big, bright smile when you come in. I just kind of pat the note, keep moving. She picks it up and unfolds it as you walk your way into the Space Coordination Center. Uh, inside, Cleria is hard at work. <laughs> she is um, 
working in front of the giant hologram screen, it looks like she's looking at a, a star system that mm -hmm. isn't very well pixelated and is writing down some notes and doing some other things. It looks like she might be working on identifying more of that region. And when she notices you come in, you didn't realize at first, but she was a couple inches off the floor. And as soon as she sees you, her feet psh, right back onto the floor. Oh. <laughs> she gives you a, a wan smile. I will wave at her and be like, I'm not trying to interrupt your work. Gonna, gonna leave this here for later. Read it when you can. Okay. Thank you. You have a great day, Clearia. You too. She gives you a little wave <laughs> and eyes the note and eyes you, eyes the hologram and pretends not to see the note as you walk away. <laughs> I would like to note that they are all decorated with stars. Because <laughs> she's a child. Okay, you make your way to requisitions. Are you going to literally try and stealth? Yes. Okay, go ahead and <laughs> roll stealth. Oh boy! <laughs> Don't fuck me! What? What is that face for? <laughs> that one? Yes. So technically, it's a four. Betrayed! You do it, but you whisper like the Mission Impossible theme song. <laughs> <laughs> You're like sneaking your way in and every Pink time Panther you pass, style. every time you by someone, they look up and watch you move your way from shadow to shadow. <laughs> and I'm moving real slow. And you make your way over, and Drake and Dea are leaning against nope. their desk, against Drake's desk, and they both immediately see you come up, glance at each other, and back to you. I'll have you know I rolled a two. <laughs> I'm gonna stop like a cat when it realizes it's been spotted. And then I'm just going to very slowly take the note, put it on Drea's desk, and book it. You're gonna put it on Drea's desk? Yeah. Okay. No, wait. I'm gonna put it on Drake's desk. You're gonna put it on Drake's desk? Yes, by accident, because now I'm flustered. <laughs> And how, how, about, how about this? Roll a 1d4. Oh no. I need to get a 1d4. <laughs> oh no. Is it two? You put it on Drake's desk. Yes! <laughs> and you burst out in a sprint out of requisitions. Gone. Anywhere else? And then I'm going to. Go back to the apartment and place one on Haven's door. Again, they're all decorated in stars because child. And then I'll go to the liquor store and buy. Because oh. child. And go to, on my way to the liquor <laughs> store, stop by our ship and put one on Andari's pilot seat. Okay. And then you're going to make your way to the liquor yes. store. And then I'm going to the liquor store. Okay. And then just buy, like, four bottles of wine. Four bottles of wine? Yes. 30 gold. Okay. 
for like pretty decent wine. Yeah. For your normal, you know, $13, $14 wine. Okay. Okay. Hey, then you make your way back from meditation and there is a little note stuck to your door. It has your name written on it and lots of stars and drawn on it in very nice calligraphy. I read the note. It is from Radira. She's asking if you would like to attend a girls' night slumber party. I have no context for what that is. Is there anybody else around that I can ask? <laughs> like, the fuck is happening? I don't know what I'm being invited to. There are a couple other people in the apartment. <laughs> uh, We'll just go ahead and say that Candle and Barthamir are still there because we haven't addressed them yet. <laughs> okay. I'm kind of like reading and I walk back out. The fuck is a slumber party? <laughs> kind of hold it up like, what is happening? <laughs> well, lumber is, uh, as I understand it, it's, uh, it's, it's a wooden uh, construction material type thing. No, so. no, no, no. Slumber with an S. Must be some shitty lumber. The S is deeply. If it's anything like my home planet, everyone will find a. You'll have a large group of people. Uh, you'll f go out to a sunning rock, which will be very warm from the sun all day. And everyone will climb onto the rock, get into a general pile, and just take a quite nice catnap. Oh, cute. That sounds happen. lazy as fuck. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> Haven't you well, ever just napped in the sun? Oh, absolutely. I just yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's what that's okay. what context I have for you. Do I need to prepare anything for this sunning situation? Wait, wait, is there like a time on there? Um, you should make uh, sure you brush your teeth. But other than that, I think you're okay. Yes, there will be a time, like it says tomorrow night at our apartment. Because <laughs> I'm dumb, but I'm not that dumb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I don't see how we're going to sun at, at, at night. Kendall. Well, what? There's got to be artificial lights and heat. I don't. I don't know. Uh, just brush your teeth. The ring park. Both of them actually do operate on a circadian rhythm at night. The lights in the park dim, not to full nighttime, but to dim, dim. Like what, just past twilight, so it's kind of dark, but not too dark? Yeah, you can still see and know where you're going, but it's not, like, gonna obstruct you if you have a view of the park to see. Okay, well, we shall see, I suppose. What the fuck this is supposed to be? Okay, thank you. Oh, Candle, did, uh, did uh, Betty over there mention his... Uh, Position change. His, that sounds kind of private, don't you think? <laughs> Barry, chime in. Would you like to inform her? 
uh, co-worker, friend, um, <laughs> that recent turn of events and decisions that were made. Um, I'm pretty sure I made a rather public announcement. Yeah, don't have to rub it in. You made a public announcement to dear... Oh, okay, fine. I'll just do it myself. Betty here has uh, stepped down. I'm going to, like, walk over to whatever window is closest at this point and just kind of stare at it with a thousand yards here, <laughs> by the way. Outside. Please let there be water running down. <laughs> While this is his beard just gently flowing in the breeze. <laughs> slightly slightly same with whatever alcohol I've had. So Barthur goes over and sits emily next to the, the window out viewing the park across from the balcony. Uh yes. My friend here has decided to step down as his, from his uh, position as a, uh, what is it, first officer? What was it again, Ben? First mate? Yes, yes, he's designated Radira as his replacement. Uh, at so, least Kendall got the title, right? <laughs> okay, okay, two things. One, Bathamit, Radira? Really? <gasps> And then the other, are you feeling okay? I know. I uh, let, let's just say that hey, when, when yeah, when mistakes have been made and miscalculations have been miscalculable, um, sometimes there be consequences, lad. And um, uh, I found it fitting to perhaps impose certain <clears throat> possibly temporary <clears throat> uh, restrictions on myself as a good example to everyone else in the crew. Yes. Um, so I, I am voluntarily taking a step down as I um, reevaluate um, my life. A few things um, regarding, you know, my role and uh, certain administrative uh, changes um, that uh, I would like to see happen. Uh, consider it a hiatus, really. I'll make this a grapple check if I have to, but Candle's going to go up to Barthamir and give him a hug. Okay. Do you, you let him hug you, Barthamir? Uh, Barthamir, um, doesn't really resist the hug, but, um, is, you know, kind of resigned to kind of being out of his comfort zone at this point and is just essentially going to be a rigid block of wood when it comes to being hugged. So it's kind of like hugging a, uh, a mast as it were. <laughs> That's fair. I'm not going to. I'm not gonna make the jokes about it. It's fine. <laughs> you it is morning. I mean, you know, still making the joke. Yeah, <laughs> still counts. <laughs> you hug and that can, mask. You hug yes. it hard. And, and candle, Wink. stop. Because candle Wink. has to get down on his knees to hug Barthamir because of the height difference. <laughs> as rigid as possible. <laughs> 
standing straight up. <laughs> and it's just like, it's, this kind of squeezing my just, it's okay. It's okay. I understand needing to take a break from work. But, and that's fine. Getting the break's important. That's why we have such a long time before our next mission. But you don't always have to be so hard on yourself, Vathomir. It's okay to loosen up every once in a while. As someone of equal rank, I am. it is by my sufferance that you're doing this, but I appreciate the sentiment. Well, if you ever want to talk and loosen up like this again, we're all here for you, I'm sure. And Candle gets up and goes back to napping. What be the opposite of loose? Fair. That that be me right now. <laughs> You're firm. Sober. <laughs> that may be the problem. I, I need a fucking drink. Prude. Uh, well, care to partake? I'll join you. Oh, I actually I have been um uh I have been uh holding off on uh something real quick. And I'm gonna pull a um I'm going to pull a bottle out of my supplies and everything and be like, uh, this, uh, Haven be a rather special, um, rather special drink. I've been holding off on for quite some time. It's, uh, but right now things being what they are, I, I figure life's short and, uh, we best enjoy things as we can. So this be a special brew from me, uh, from me home, old family recipe, best alcohol in the business. Oh, uh, since we're being of equal rank and everything, I'd feel honored if you if you would try it. Sure. Kind of just like, hmm, whatever. What's it look like? Like, what color is it? If you start to pour it, or is it what kind of bottle is it in? Uh, it's it's an unlabeled, uh, like, it's an unlabeled, like you know, just standard bottle. It, it looks like something that. Um, it looks like your standard issue, like regular drinking flask that, uh, you know, did not contain like any original beverage, but something has been poured in it. Kind of like, you know, if you took a Coke bottle and like poured Sprite in it or some shit. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, what, what color is the liquid? Is it like clear? Uh, yes. Okay. I go grab a couple glasses and... <laughs> Set them on the table for buried port. Oh, if you want it right now, that's fine. Um, sure. I uncork the bottle. I just pour um, a. Uh, I pour a you know a little bit in each glass. A little bit more for uh, Haven. <laughs> Great. Okay, I lift the glass in like kind of a cheers motion to um, epically fucking up and then getting on with it. Yeah. Hey, to to fucking up. To fucking up, All right? And getting fucked up. And getting fucked up. I follow Barthamir's cue, so if he downs it, I also down it. Oh, Barthamir just slams it. Okay, I do the same. Does it taste like paint thinner? Is this some shine? Is that what it, we're doing? 
it is the smoothest <gasps> drink you have ever had. It almost feels like there's not any alcohol in it at all. Well, fuck me running. That's something. This is from your your local your family makes this. I impressive. It's it be a little strong, I grant you. But um it, it's a dwarven recipe. You might not want to have too much of it at a time. Oh I yeah I would imagine. Um <laughs> Considering my standard tolerance is nothing. So, thanks for that. What time of day is it, by the way? Is it like the morning? It's like, it's like 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Day drinking. I'm, and I'm hammered, mm, I'm sure. Uh, or well on my way to being such. All right. Well, thank you for that. It'd be my pleasure. Hope you enjoy the rest of it. <clears throat> what do you mean, the rest of it? Oh, no, you take the whole bottle. Uh, really? Are you sure? I I have a secret stash. Oh, well, that's pretty kind of you. Thank you. By the way, do you know how the um, transportation system works? Well, it's really taken it once, but like interplanetary, some such. Do you have to coordinate that? I prefer walking myself. It's good for the lungs. Out into the void of space. <laughs> yeah, oh, in the like, void of space. Uh, yeah, I, I prefer ships for that. No, but there's like you. There's a ticket, and you show up somewhere, and you go. How do I coordinate that to make sure I don't miss? Here and I like pull up because I'm already sent me a ticket, didn't he? Yes, he did. Okay, I pull that up. I need to go here on this day. How do you have a how do I do that? How do I make sure I don't miss that? And where do I go? Well, how much do I know about this? Uh, DM, just roll a straight intelligence. Copy. Oh, god. That would be a 10. A 10? Yep. Barthamir, you've never been a, an extremely rich fellow. But you're pretty sure this is a receipt for a limousine. I, uh, well, um, this be, uh, this be fancy. This would be a little fancier than I'm, I'm used to. Um, hmm. Oh, how do, how how do you know that? Uh, a little bit of instinct. Uh, this thing appears to be a little uh, stretchy. Um, <clears throat> like um, uh, it appears to be a, a long form contract of some sort. It, it appears that you're gonna be in like some kind of big ass um, conveyor of some sort. I don't even know. Uh, well. What does the limousine even look like in this situation? Uh, a limousine in this situation is basically like the fanciest, most cush spaceship you can get. 
All right, so basically, so basically, um, in the archives, uh, there was something called uh, the love boat, um, and uh, it had had to do with like you know people like really rich people going out in the water and you know basically having all kinds of sex, but they never showed it because it was a weird time in the archives. But the point is, um. <clears throat> It's supposed to be like really cushy and a dream, and essentially that's what you got. So congratulations! I look horrified. <laughs> it's just like one big orgy, like the whole time. I walk away. Famous just people walk. everywhere, <laughs> and nope. furs, nope. and and there's Joan Joan Rivers for some reason. <laughs> Just horror. Just you know, sex. You, you do the thing. <laughs> the Joan do Rivers the... is there. You don't know pretty why. Standard. It's all pretty standard. <laughs> I don't even know Joan Rivers is in the love boat, guys. <laughs> I don't know who she was. <laughs> Joan Rivers was a comedian. <laughs> oh, God. So, hey, then. No, she was away. actually an episode. I just looked it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Then you walk away, and you're still not sure how to get to where Art has sent you. Okay, and do I? What's what's the time frame here? How far away from the situation? Am about I? a week. About a week. Okay. Situations so in I've... New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> or in jail. Take your pick. Um. Okay. Same thing. Yes. <laughs> Jersey is kind of a prison. It is. Sorry, New Jersey. <laughs> I love Sorry. New Jersey. Hello, family, if you're listening. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I just walk away. Just no, no. Uh, not doing this anymore. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, know. you you still have no idea how you're gonna. You know that this is a a cushy spaceship, and there's maybe orgies, but that seems a little weird for Art's mom. Art's mom, Art, thirteen year old, sent me. <laughs> oh God, no! He ordered it online. How was he supposed to know? <laughs> oh no! Oh, this is bad. Um, okay, I walk away. I might as well go to requisition. Okay, so you're going over to requisitions? Yeah, I'm going to inquire about some boots that I may have mentioned in passing. Are you going for, like, regular boots or for the boots that... Oh, no, some magic boots. Are you Quick. putting in an order for magic boots, or did you tell me the boots last time? Because I don't have my notebook. I did. I asked for them. If I mean, boots case would be great. I don't know how feasible that is. Just something that I wouldn't have to waste my like action to hit something was what I was looking for something to speed me up a bit. Mm. You might have to wait for till next time on that. I didn't bring my big old notebook with me because I okay. couldn't fit it and my laptop in my backpack. <laughs> okay. Totally fine. Then okay, so, okay. So okay. Okay. <laughs> so you would you would go to requisitions, we'll say that you do and and we can DM about it. Okay. Oh man, I was so hoping for some sort of weird interaction. <laughs> <laughs> Just me asking about like sex ships. Were, yeah, were you going <laughs> to also more? go ask about that? Sure. 
I'll ask okay. mechanic and people who know about ships. What the Drake fuck? and Dea are both there, and they they greet you. Uh, they seem a little confused about something, but they're they're full. You have their full attention. Do I see are either of them like holding the note in hand? Yeah, Drake is holding the note. It has Dea's name on it. Oh, you got one of those too. I point this- to the note. I'm assuming, Drake says, that this is for Dea. It does have her name on it. But, uh... Oh... I think Radira left it on my desk. She seemed really... Is Radira okay? (laughs) Uh... (laughs) That's an odd question to ask. I mean, we just epically fucked up. She seemed pretty mellow at this point <laughs> um generally i would say yes why what was she doing well she left this note and i think it was for Dea. Dea kind of shrugs and is like yeah i'm pretty sure it's for me too but uh radira came in here looking pretty confused <laughs> a little frightened <laughs> We're just worried about her, that's all. I mean, I think she's fine. That might be pretty standard. I don't know. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it is sleepover? Is that what it says? Yeah, uh, a okay. slumber party. That's Let's part of that. why we figured that it was meant for me and not Drake. Uh, well, I don't know the rules and I don't... The ex- explanation I got from my teammates was, I don't know what the fuck that is. Can you explain? Drake lifts an eyebrow. Have you never been to a slumber party, Aiden? Nope, and not as described by Candle, which involved sun and rocks and sleeping on top of people in midday. Well, I don't know about Viltree, but... Dea and I are from Earth, and we used to have slumber parties all the time as kids. Uh, Dea chimes in, yeah, you look like a total dork back then. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, uh uh-huh. Anyway, a slumber party is where a whole bunch of people get together. You bring over your sleeping bag, and you just kind of hang out for a while. You stay up till 2 a.m. playing weird games. And then you go to sleep. But, like, it's with all of your friends. It's meant for, like, you know, like, birthday parties and stuff like that. Ah. Okay. Sure. I'll just show up and figure it out as I go. Um, second question. And I pull up the thing that Art sent me. Please, for the love of God, tell me this is not some orgy thing. Because a 13-year-old sent it to me and Barthur is kind of Please help me. Uh, Drake and Dave both look at it, and they're like, Hot damn, Haven. We didn't know you had this kind of money. I don't. It was a, a gift. What is it? Please, please explain. What is this happening? Well, it's it's kind of like a... A chauffeur, you know, you get picked up and they give you this really cushy ride to wherever you're going. Oh, okay. That makes sense. 
but it, but it's it's something nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. This is a haven. This is a limo cruiser. This is like top of the line. Like the mini bar is stocked and like you get to order your driver around. This is real money right here. Ah. That that sounds great. Means nothing to me, but that sounds great. Um where do I go to use it on the day in question? Well, it looks like whoever gifted this to you sent it so that you'd be picked up here. Whoever it was, they spent quite a bit of money on you. <laughs> well, not for them. I think I said that under my breath. Um, <laughs> okay, thank you for the clarification, because... The previous explanation I got will haunt me forever. Um, what was it? Something about a lot of sex in Joan Rivers. It's Drake and Dan like share a look, and they're both like, "Yeah, no." Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, good. Okay. Um. Thank you for the explanation, and I suppose I'll see both of you at whatever this slumber thing is. Trick looks flustered all of a sudden and like even though he has brown skin you can see his cheeks warm a little bit and he points at Dea. Just her I think. Oh okay. Sure. Dea gives you a smile and is like yeah I'll, I'll see you then. I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be there. Cool. And I kind of like awkwardly walk away. Just... <laughs> Today has been a lot. There's a lot of information happening right now. So I go back. (laughs) Okay. And that brings us to Candle. Candle, you receive a message from Swift Runner that says that she and her brother, um, Sweet Melody, are going you for the weekend. Perfect. Um, I'll have already gathered all of the supplies we would have needed, like everything packed up. Are you like frant- Are you like frantically googling around to pack? No, no. Th- this is okay. Then roll all- a survival check. Yeah, it's all been prepped already. Okay. Yeah, roll a survival check. D twenties. D twenties. D twenties. Uh, 19 plus zero. 19. Okay. With a 19, you have, you're standing in your room, like, staring out over this grid that you have laid out of all of this stuff. It is super warm and humid in your room, and you have your tent, you have your sleeping bag, you have all the clothes that you're going to need, plus extra socks. You have food and snacks. It looks great. You feel very confident. Awesome. Um, so are we going now or they said that they're getting ready for this weekend, right? Yep, it's for the weekend. So you have another two days. Okay. And I'll just text back and be like, that sounds perfect. Um, nobody else. Perfect. Yes. 
but I don't spell it that way because that's rude. Um, so, <laughs> uh, I've asked the party, I've asked my group if any of them want to come and nobody's said anything. So I think it'll be just us. And I send the text. Swiffer sends you back a, a smiley face emoji. Yes. And then another another text. I'm really excited. Where are we going? <laughs> I am also really excited. And we decided on mountains, right, Charlie? Yes. yes. Okay. Uh, I, I assume with the survival check and all the, the time that uh, Candles had that, you know we'd have a planet in mind that had decent mountains and wasn't a death ball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with that in mind, Swift Runner texts you back and says that the Dragonborn world would probably be pretty, pretty good this time of year. It is currently late spring, early summer on the planet. And the Dragonborn homeworld is predominantly mountains. That's like their thing. Well, that sounds like a grand time. Uh, and Candle sends her a picture of all the gear all laid out. And it's just like, I think I'm well equipped for anything that we might run into. And she sends you back a text and is like, I think you're going to be doing just fine on the 14k mountains of Tanix. The what mountains of Tanix? The 14k, like over 14,000 feet. Amazing. And I'm just like, all right. Sounds like an adventure. And okay. Well, you have another two days. You have another two days before the weekend. Is there anything else you would like to do in that time? Um, I think I put, I think Candle like got all of his progress bar stuff out, like all the stuff that needs to be built, uh, all the conversations and messages sent out. Um, oh, uh, didn't do it earlier. Just brought, just thought of it. Going to send a text or email to the family at home and be like, hey, we just got some done with something really, really dangerous, but I'm not dead, so... Updates. <laughs> you very quickly receive a text back from um, your mom, and she says, happy to hear from you. Have you heard anything from Bright Ice recently? And I haven't, had I? You have not. Mm, quick, just no? Uh, nothing at all. I is there trouble? How long? Y you receive another text back that says, we haven't heard anything from her in two months. She was gone on a work expedition with some half-elven fellow for archaeology as his guide through Viltree. It's not unusual for people who are traveling Viltree to not have great service and it seems that bright ice had told them like your family that she was going to be out of contact for a while but it's been two months that seems excessive 
Um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna send them a link to SEO submissions for emergencies and just be like, hey, I'll have a conversation with my supervisors and uh, send that to them and I'll see if I can't get some solo time to go search for her, search for her. Uh, you receive another text back from your mom and she said, we don't want to worry you too much. We know that this is a really prestigious position. We don't want you to have to fit up, especially because it offers you the chance to be paid to go out as an adventurer, which is prized in your family. And she says, Fridays had been having some kind of family trouble in terms of she really wanted to go out on her own and do her own thing and not have to rely on your family for information. So your mom's kind of thinking that maybe she's purposefully not reaching out. But she's still worried and wondered if she had reached out to you because you're in a vaguely similar situation. She hasn't, but I'll send some messages and try and get to contact. And after sending that, we'll proceed to open up a message to Bright Ice and be like, Hey, sis, how's it going? I, uh, I've been really busy lately and haven't thought about contacting anybody. Just fucking brain. You know what I'm like. Um, and uh, just wanted to hear from everybody. Catch up. How's it going? And send. You send up the message. Is there any kind of read receipt? There's not. It says delivered. Well, if it's delivered, that means the whatever she has is within a data range. So that's something. Okay, well, it might be worth my time to go back to Viltry and try and find her. And that's marked as very high priority for Candle. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to do? I don't think so. Just hang out at the... Uh, 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 what's, what's, what's the word? What's the word? Hang out at the apartment. Just chill with the party when they're there. Food. Naps. Some rest and relaxation time before another adventure. Hopefully this time without a lot of murder. <laughs> <laughs> Death. Destruction. Dragons? Dragons? I will be right back. I need to get my phone charger. But no. She's... A little backstory for everybody. Candle and Bright Eyes are fucking tight, yo. So if she's not responding, it's not good. Don't mind me writing that down in my notes. Don't you know what it's like? <laughs> do, do you have siblings? Are you talking about Shannon or Radira? Are you, are you talking? I, I, I'm saying this out loud as Candle talking to himself. Uh, mm. not to Raydira. So, <gasps> yes, just like not in the, the apartment. apartment. Yeah, but that—that's kind of like talking to himself. Yeah, and that's for just like 
you all to know as meta knowledge. I know we're not supposed to meta, but I just wanted to say it. Um, but yeah, Charlie, Candle and Bright Eyes are tight. So if she's not responding, that's that's not good. And she hasn't been messaging Candle or taking the initiative. Yeah. Nope, you haven't you haven't received anything from her recently. Yeah, so very high priority and like you know what? The very last thing Kendall's gonna do before we warp time is send a direct email to the director and be like, hey, there might be some family issues coming up. I don't want it to interfere with our work, um, but there may be some pressing emergency back on Viltry. I don't know the time. As soon as I know more information, you will know. And all the professional attachments. And that's at the director so that she has a heads up and then candle's good okay uh soul rico you said there was something you wanted to do yes so first things first i'm assuming like the room that we have is like soundproof like nobody can listen in on any conversations that are being said yep so if you are in your own room you can't hear any noise from the other ones around you Perfect. So I'm going to make sure like my door is locked. I'm going to go to my window. I'm going to cut the line to the, uh, the cup. Uh, to, to the blind. No, like the line, oh, the, my cup walkie talkie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cut the line and then I'm going to just shut the door in. And then I'm going to reach out to my informant in regards to, um, a certain, <clears throat> Excuse me. I cannot think what they were called right now. A um a master smith because I need a specific weapon that needs to be built. And I doubt that Drake would be able to handle it, so I need to ask him about a certain weaponsmith and any more information that he's heard on stars or this guy named Harlan. Who are you trying to contact about stuff? So, said person is a dwarf, and their name is Gunloda Fireforge. Okay. When I was uh, traveling around on the dwarf home planet for a little bit, trying to pick up some information, we ran across each other, and, you know, she was very, very you know, help helpful in trying to get some information on Star. So, she's become a person of very... I guess, trusted source material. Okay. And I'm basically just gonna be like, listen, I need you, Gunloda, to find me a weaponsmith. I don't remember what their name is, but it's in regards to a special sword called the Demon Slayer. And then I'm gonna ask her about you know, I'm just going to say, I need some more information on Harlan Maxilius, if you've ever heard anything. Okay. Anything else you'd like from him? No, that'll be all. I mean, if I'm just told, I just told her to give me a call back as soon as possible. Okay. You 
don't hear anything for about an hour or two, and then you receive a call from Beloda. Beloda, how you been? Hi there, bud. How's it going? So I've been working with a company named Sale. Have you heard of him? Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's got kind of an interesting past. I went through, I had to go through the archives to get some information. It was uh, pretty deep in there. Exactly how it deep are we talking? Thousands of years. This Excuse guy, me? this this fellow Harlan was popping up multiple times. There was a birth record for about 5,000 years ago. It seems this gentleman, Harlan Maxless, was born in 104. That is... <laughs> That's a long fucking time ago, mate. You took anyway, the words right out of the mouth. Seems like this Harlan fella. He disappeared for a while. When he was about 32 or so. And then seemed to reappear out of the blue. Started a shipping business. Seemed like he came on and off the grid a couple times. And then... Rose to power. Got a lot of money. Don't know who this fellow was or why he's been around. Maybe it's just, uh... I don't know why there aren't any other birth records, but it seems kind of odd that this fellow would be over 5,000 years old, eh? Well, I'm going to keep you... I'm going to give you a little information. I don't want too much to be known, just to keep you well alive for me. But let's just put it this way that, you know, this weapon that I'm going to be asking of you going to hopefully be the key to keeping everybody around for however much longer we need to be around. We're talking uh, we're talking Armageddon, my friend. More. Are you talking about stars? I need to, I haven't heard anything. I don't know if there's any connection between him and stars, but I would imagine a man of that much caliber, with that much money would have some type of hold with stars that i don't know i haven't heard anything of stars since well since yeah. you know yeah i, I appreciate not, it i don't mean to bring up bad memories but they've gone quiet since everything happened in your hometown yeah i i figured as much things have been pretty dry for a while over on my end too i really I appreciate you, Gunloda. You've taken care of me for for a long time since, you know, I was very young. I owe you very much. Oh, don't worry about it. You're fine. But forgive me, since two of those things have helped out, I need you to... Do you know of any dwarf smith, like master smiths, that could could forge me a weapon to slay, shall I say, a demon prince. A prince of demons? Aye. Are you talking about the classification? Prince of demons? That, I do not know. I am assuming head title would be that. Or he could be... He could be up there. I don't know if it's possible to... To take him out or not. But I need something. I need whatever you can give me. I know you can find me something. That might take some time, Boyle. 
Lupin, I don't know what you're getting yourself into, but if you're talking about a real Prince of Deenan, that's one step below Tiara the Abiding himself. I'm a, I'm a follower of the Nine myself. Aye. If you're going right below Tiara, you're going up against real forces. Well, let's just say that had I been more headstrong and not so arrogant, things could have been maybe a little bit different. But I got to make some type of corrections. I've done some wrong and I got to do something about it. Whatever I can do. I got some people that I just met on a, ta on a quest and, and I'd hate to see anything bad happen to them. It's not right, but it's the least I can do for them. I know you'll try your best, but Lupin, you be careful now. I, as you do, you too. I appreciate you. Whenever you can get back to me, though, let me know. You, you have safe travels, my friend. Ah, I'm always safe. Thank you regardless. And I'll let you know <laughs> as soon as I hear anything about the or about I, stars. I, I appreciate it. Thank you. Of course. And I'll send you any info I can get about this that you want. I, I appreciate it. And then I'm going to sign off on the phone right there. Okay. I got what I needed to hear, so I'm just kind of just going to just sit down and just kind of think about the information that I just received, and I guess I'm going to go look for everybody. seems a little too quiet right now. <laughs> Okay, well with that, let's go ahead and take a break. Everyone go get some water.